0: Hey guys, welcome to the number 231 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. In today's episode, we are going to be recapping the Wizards at Spurs game, in which the Wizards were able to get their sixth straight victory, and then preview their matchup finally at home against the Portland Trailblazers. After their matchup on Wednesday against the Pistons was canceled or postponed, I should say, uh, due to weather conditions. This it was a great game against the Spurs. The Wizards are really playing fun, winning basketball, and we'll see if they can continue it against a Blazers team and a, a team with Damian Lillard that is on fire currently. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. If you do, subscribe, follow, share, view, and let's not waste any time. Let's get into this. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn. <laughs> Troy Brown Jr. finding Beal. Beal puts it up and in. And the Wizards take the lead. with a steal. Here's Westbrook for three. It hits it. Wizards up by one. Chased down by Beal in the corner for three. Gets fouled and hits it. A chance for the Wizards to go up by one. So let's start off here by recapping the Wizards at Spurs game. And truly, it was an incredible matchup to watch. Just a really fun game, and it really show what a team like the Wizards is supposed to do as a better team. When you're a better team against, against – when you're going against a team that's a rebuilding team and you are the better team, you need to close out these kind of games. That's exactly what they did. Yes, Keldon Johnson played well. Yes, Jeremy Sohan played well. And the Spurs got off to a really hot start. But what really good teams do – is they start to play well in the second half, they force the Spurs into tough shots, make their players shoot inefficiently, which outside of Keldon Johnson and Jeremy Sohan, they really did well. Um they shot just forty three percent for the field, twenty-four percent from three-point range, sixty five percent from the line for the Spurs, not a good shooting day for them. When you're going against a team like that, you need to control the game. Give them tough looks, and that's exactly what the Wizards did. They came up and they played winning basketball. Seven players are reaching the double-digit point mark. Of course, the entire starting lineup getting there. Monte Morris, 11 points, 4 assists, 1 turnover. Amazing efficiency. Knocked down a few three-pointers. Bradley Beal, 21.7 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 blocks, plus 13. Amazing efficiency. And Beal, really, for most of the game, was playing like the Wizards' top scorer. He was set second in the team in scoring behind Danny Avdia, which we won't down in a minute but bill really was besides Obvious, kind of that best player the guy you get the ball to offensively he'll get some buckets for you uh i think really really nice performance from roddy Beal. then you have guys christos porzingis coming back i mean what how are you supposed to stop this 17 points nine rebounds seven assists three steals five blocks plus nine good efficiency he didn't play that many minutes it kind of the Wizards usually kind of play by committee they really didn't have a lot of players playing a lot of minutes he did get into foul trouble which was part of the reason why he wasn't on the court a lot but then um you know next to him in the starting lineup Corey Kispert I you know the part that I really like about Corey Kispert is that the Wizards have other players to do other things they have guys to players to do they have guys or players whatever you want to say to play defense they have guys to to you know get rebounds pass the ball his role is get me the ball and i'll put it in the hoop and that's exactly what he has continued to do in this matchup 14 points uh for Corey kishper in this game and then uh Kyle Kuzma, great game. Five turnovers, of course, uh, is not great, to say the least. But 16 points, six rebounds, three assists, good efficiency. Really good night for Kyle Kuzma. He just continues to be a really key rotational player for the Wizards um, throughout the season. Then there's Denny Avdia. Wow. He's called the Wiz Rally for a reason. 25 points, plus 25 as well, nine rebounds, a steal, a block, was closing the game, played a, t- a team-high 33 minutes, 10-12 from the field, made both of his three-pointers, missed just one free throw. Amazing game. I mean, amazing, amazing, amazing game from Denny Aftia. He was playing amazing defensively. They could get him the ball. He was driving to the paint. He could do everything the Wizards needed him to do in this matchup. And for a guy that, you know, not on a contract here, but a guy that, You know, it's starting to get to that point where the Wizards, kind of like with Hachimura, they're like, okay, we need to start seeing you make strides in your development. This is exactly what you want to see. 2020 started off, eh fine, you know, played some good defense, but last year really improved his defensive play. This year, not only is he playing to a similar caliber defensively, but he's really improved his offensive game and taken it to the next level. He's getting a double-double nearly every night to be able to rebound. I really have loved to see what Denny Avdia has been able to do as a Washington Wizard, and he fits perfectly in this team. When you have three guys that are capable of scoring, a paint defender, a guy who's a long wings fan, he can just come in and play that lockdown defense on the on the Team's number one or number two player, drive to the paint, get you some buckets. He really fits well in this team and with this roster. So it's great to see him, you know, kind of fit in and, you know, really play, uh, you know, really well um, against, you know, the San Antonio Spurs team. And yes, the Spurs aren't a strong team, so I'm not going to overreact. But all I'm saying is shooting over 50% from three point range is pretty good. And watching the Wizards win at uh, season I six straight wins has been a lot of fun. They're really, I'm having a lot of fun watching the Washington Wizards right now, which is something I would have not said to you this time a month ago so you know you really do need to think about that we're seeing this I think we're going to start seeing the potential of this big three and I can't wait to watch this matchup tonight between the Portland Trailblazers and the Washington Wizards, and I hope the game being postponed against the Pistons didn't ruin the Wizards' momentum, if that does make sense, because, you know, they were on a hot streak. Now they had three days off, but I don't think it will, or maybe it will. I mean, you're going to have to hear my prediction um, in a second here, but, you know, honestly, this is going to be an an amazing matchup, uh, to say the least. The injury report, a lot of injuries for the Trailblazers. Justice Winslow Uh, Yusuf Nurkic both out for the matchup along with Uba Baji. However, Jeremy Grant it does look like he is going to play, but he is questionable for the matchup. That is key without Jeremy Grant. I think the Wizards definitely win this game. Grant has been one of the key players on the uh, on the Blazers this year, so he really does need to play for the Wizards. Anthony Gill is out as he has been; he's on health and safety protocol. But it does look like Daniel Gaffer will come back, and I didn't put him on the injury report because it didn't look like he looked like he was dealing with something. But it really did look like he was going to play. He didn't end up playing against San Antonio, so hopefully he can uh, do some great things here tonight uh, against the Portland Trail Blazers. The starting lineup for the Wizards, if they do decide to bring Daniel Gafford back in the starting lineup, it will be Morris, Beal, Kuzma, uh, Porzingis, and Gafford. If they decide to bring Gafford off the bench because of how well this starting five that they had against San Antonio uh, was playing, then that starting lineup will be Monte, Morris, Bradley, Beal, Corey, Kispert, Kyle Kuzma, and Kristaps Porzingis. I think either lineup works. Uh, I just don't know which exact which exact lineup West Hamza Jr. will decide to use tonight. Against Portland, and then the Blazers starting lineup, Dame Lillard, Anthony Simons, Josh Hart, Jeremy Grant. And it looks like Drew Ebanks is going to be replacing Yusuf Nurkic, and that's a key thing there. We're going to be talking about Drew Ebanks in the paint against uh, against Chris Dosh, Porzingis, and Dano Gafford. And we're going to mention that a little bit. My prediction, I do have the Wizards securing an 118-116 to 116 victory back at home in this matchup. My Coburn's catch for the game is I think that the Wizards will win this game, because of their well-rounded play, compared to the Blazers, I don't want to call it a one-man show, but very one-dimensional offense. No offense to Jeremy Grant and Anthony Simons, because they can score, but basically their entire team's success is revolved around Damian Lillard. If Lillard could score the ball, they can win unless he goes off for like sixty points or something, which he can definitely do. He's Damian Lillard, and we'll mention how well he's been playing recently in a little bit. I think the Wizards roll round of play should get it done unless Dame again goes absolutely crazy. They have the Wizards have multiple players that can score; uh, those being the trio of twenty-two plus point per game scores, a returning Danografker, a twelve point per game Kendrick Nunn. And I did forget to mention that San Antonio another game of twelve points. Three his first three games as a Washington Wizard: twelve points, twelve points, twelve points. Would love to see him get eleven or. 13 points, just anything but 12. I'm kind of getting tired of seeing 12 points. And then Denny Avdia, like we saw last game, and more. They have a bunch of players that can't score the ball. And Porzingis and Gafford are going to dominate the paint with of Nurkic out, as I did mention. Dame is great, but I think the Wizards' well-rounded play could just overpower the Blazers and lead the Wizards to their seventh straight victory. Surprising statement. And uh, I don't think Dane will have 50 points. I'm kidding. I know he's going crazy. He probably won't have 50 points. He absolutely could. But the real surprising statement that I'm going to have is that no one outside of Lillard, Anthony Simons, and Jeremy Grant Will have double-digit points. As I mentioned, the Blazers are very one-dimensional offensively and rely on their big three way too much. The Wizards will shut down everyone else, especially with Nurkic out. And if those are the three, those are the only three players that can really score the ball and help their team score. While the Wizards are having this well-rounded team with scores all over the court, I'm sorry, the advantage goes to the Wizards. Spread time. It is Wizards' three-point favorites over under 237. I would pick the Blazers. I do have the Wizards winning by two. And it would pick the under just barely with 234 points in my total. And I would have the same spread. I think that makes a lot of sense with Wizards at home, three-point favorites with the over under 237. Perfect spread by Vegas. Fantasy Outlook. I have Damian Lillard getting 55 to 65 fantasy points. Oh, yeah, he's going to go off. Porzingis. 50 to 60 fantasy points. Kuzma, 50 to 55. Anthony Simons, 40 to 45. And I think around that range will also be Bradley Beal, 40 to 45. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? And I think ESPN giving the Wizards a 57.6% chance of winning makes a ton of sense. The Wizards have been playing better than most teams since, honestly, guys, mid-January. And now they're home with a completely healthy roster. However, Damian Lillard has also been going crazy. as listen to these stats. He's now up to averaging 30 points on the season, nearly 40 points a game since January 12th, while having six games with over 40 points in this time span. He also had a game with 50 and a game with 60 just a week ago. So because of Lillard and the Blazers' success recently, they've won four out of five. I think this percentage makes a lot of sense. With the uh, Wizards being, having a 57.6% chance of winning, I'll give this percentage a period. And last, but as you know, certainly not least, who you got? I think Kristaps Porzingis is going to have a monster day. With no reasonable big man to guard Porzingis, he is going to score and defend from all areas of the court. Also, the Blazers' defense is going to have to worry about so many other scores, which helps Porzingis get open opportunities in the paint. I say the 7-3 the big finishes with 34 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, Four blocks, 11 of 21, uh, shooting, 5 of 7, three point shooting, which is 71.4%, and he'll knock down all seven of his free throws. He will have two turnovers, three fouls, but overall is the best player on the Wizards as they get themselves a very tight victory over the Blazers at home before heading to Brooklyn tomorrow against a Brooklyn team with Kyrie Irving demanding a trade. You don't really know what's going to happen there. We will have a preview for that game tomorrow, but yeah, that is definitely going going to be a fun game. And then that matchup against Brooklyn, again, you really don't know what you can expect with KD out and Kyrie demanding a trade. You really don't know who's going to be playing on the court. Uh, for the Nets tomorrow, but they got to start off by winning this Portland Trail Blazers game, and I think they will. I think it will be a tight victory. I think it will be fun to watch Dame, Porzingis, all these guys, Beal, Kuzma, all these guys go at it, and maybe the Wizards take it as motivation. No Wizards players made the all-star game despite three players averaging over 22 or more with a team that has been playing really great basketball when they all have been together so you know maybe take that as motivation you know kind of as a say you know you don't put me to the all-star game i'll go win some basketball games and i think you know this wizard's team we've seen them we engaged before, but especially if they can win today and then tomorrow against Brooklyn, I really think we're seeing a good Wizards team. I think they're actually finally good. They've had some winning stretches this year where I think it was all because they were playing easy opponents. And while they have been playing some easy opponents, I think the team overall, the way it's built, is good enough to win more basketball games in the future. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. I'm having a lot of fun as a Wizards fan right now. I hope you guys are too. Hopefully they can win today against Portland. It was a nice win against San Antonio. Again, hope you guys did enjoy. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, and view. And, of course, as always, I will see you guys next time. Peace.